0: Welcome to Indie Beauty Radio with your host, Rachel Whittaker, founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers Community. Hi there, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Indie Beauty TV. I'm your host, Rachel Whittaker, and I am the founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers Community and also the Indie Beauty Rockstars Mentor Group. I'm going to talk to you about my solopreneur survival tips. Um, I've been a solopreneur now for five years. It blows my mind when I say that, it's super exciting. Um, And so I've I've built up quite a few little tips that help me to survive. And I wanna share them with you today. I'd love to hear what you think about them. And if you've got any survival tips, put them in the comments, because I really think this is an awesome area where we can learn from each other. So when we launch a business, uh, most of the time, when we launch, we normally launch as solopreneurs. We we normally leave our career, um, or leave another job, and we have the guts and the fierceness and the bravery to start up on our own. And that quite normally li- literally means on our own. And we hope that we're going to grow our business and be able to bring in people. But most of the time, and most of the brands that I mentor and work with um, are solopreneurs. They are doing it for themselves and on their own. And most of the time when we do this, we've left busy jobs, maybe corporate jobs, um, or maybe just sort of jobs where we've been in a busy environment with people all around us, uh, people who understand the business that we're in, people who listen to us when we wanna have a bit of a moan, uh, when we go hang out around the, uh, the water cooler or the kettle and have a gossip. We tend to come from that kind of background, And then all of a sudden, when we launch our own businesses, we're plunged into really, I mean, plunged fast into this environment where we're probably working in our back bedroom on our own with literally dogs and cats to talk to. That's what it's like for me anyway. (laughs) I don't know about you. Maybe you've got kids or husbands who work from home or partners who work from home. But for me, it was a really abrupt change. It was like, hey, I'm, I'm in an environment where there's loads of people. Oh, I'm completely and utterly on my own. And that was shockingly isolating uh, and uh, unexpectedly lonely. It was something I hadn't factored into launching my own business. And I'm not sure that many of us do. We look at the benefits of running our own businesses and that excitement of being our own boss and the freedom and... I don't think we recognise sometimes that there is going to be this very, very distinct difference between being at work and working for yourself. So, yeah, we the other thing that always happens when you start your own business is, as well as moving from that busy environment where there's loads of people around and, you know, you can hang out and gossip and uh, things, you go to an environment where nobody really understands what you do um, now I have the most incredibly supportive partner. John is awesome. I couldn't do what I do without John. Um, and I'm sure you guys are going to say the same about your partners. However, and there is a big however or a big but here. I love him dearly. But he has not got a clue what I do. <laughs> he's, he's absolutely clueless. He's proud of what I achieve But he's absolutely clueless about what i do as a job he's clueless about the way i use social media and content marketing to grow my business so all of a sudden i was left in a situation where i had no no sounding block nobody to go what do you think about this idea do you think this would work well how about if we change this you're just on your own uh, and that's quite shocking and so however supportive your partner is it's unlikely that they know a lot about what you're doing so again that's quite quite an isolating um and frustrating uh and lonely kind of feeling which you get um and again it's one that I don't think we factor in in the excitement of what we're doing when we launch our business we perhaps don't recognize that we're going to be sort of grasping uh being faced sorry with those sorts of things So I have uh, been doing this as a solopreneur for five years now and part of the reason that I have the Indie Beauty Delivers community is because I am passionate about supporting other people who go down this journey of launching their own business. I Ultimately believe that everybody is capable of having their own business. Um, It's all about finding a way to run your business your way. There is no right way. There's no wrong way. Um, It's all about learning, observing, experimenting, uh, changing things up, changing things quickly when they don't work, adding new stuff in. It's about designing your business around your life. Um, And that's why anybody can be an entrepreneur and can launch a business. It's all about finding the way that works for you the best. Uh, And like I say, I've been doing it for five years. And over those five years, I have bought up, sort of built up a stack of things which I have tried and tested and which for me totally mean that as a solopreneur, I keep it together and stay sane. Um, So I'm going to share five of those tips with you today. Um, I'm also writing a more detailed blog about this. So watch out because hopefully, fingers crossed, workload permitting, that will go live next week. And you'll see it all over my Instagram grid and on my in my Facebook. So... Um, it will be you know keep your eyes open for that and hopefully there'll be a few more ideas in there there may even be some ideas from you guys because it would be like I say it would be so awesome to hear your survival techniques because I bet you've got some really really good ones so number one in my kind of like top survival guide is to plan your work and to plan your week and I mean really plan it. I mean sit down on a Sunday afternoon or or first thing on a Monday morning and either have a a nice planner jotter or um, a big diary or a whiteboard, something that is physical and bold and big. And then write on that, block out the times that you are going to do things and not just work things. And this is where it's really important because one of the problems of being a solopreneur is you never blink and stop being a solopreneur. <laughs> I don't have children, so I don't have a reason to finish at the end of the day. And I'm going to talk about that in a bit more time. Some of you have. Um, some of you have reasons to stop work. But when you're a solopreneur, you never stop. You're always in your head. It's like, ah! it's always going on. Hi, George. I didn't see you um, uh, slip in there. Hi, Baljinder. Lovely to see you as well. Wow, we're all coming in um so take something physical like the diary like the whiteboard um like um a planner document i mean you can get some beautiful planner pads can't you and map out your week in blocks of time so when are you going to do your formulating when are you going to do your blog when are you going to answer emails each day when are you um going to do meetings when are your meetings being scheduled get those all blocked out but also start to block out the other things so the me time so if you are a massive yoga addict like me put those yoga classes in your planner they are as um, important to you for your survival, as that as a meeting with a retailer, and when you put them in your planner, that's a promise to yourself that you're going to do that. It's an important um, event. It's an important. Um, Uh, sort of appointment and you can't cancel it it's it's not it's non-cancelable cancelable cancelable. (laughs) I love to make up words when I do these it's just like that retailer you know get it in there and it's there it's in stone if you've got to um, get the children somewhere or uh, maybe you just want to meet some friends for a lunch get everything mapped out on the Sunday or early on the Monday morning and then stick to it be really, really fair to yourself and stick to it. Um, it helps you to really focus. And for most people, that I, most of the brands that I mentor, the founders that I mentor, are, have busy, exceptionally busy lives, uh, mums, uh, maybe two jobs. And so the time that we have to actually work on our beauty business can be very small so you need to know every time you sit down in front of your computer exactly what you're going to do, because you have to max that time out to, to move your business forwards. No procrastination, no spending an hour flipping through Instagram. You need to know what you're doing, because you may only have an hour that day, and you need to make that hour you know really, really pay. So this planning means that every time you sit down, you know what you're going to do. It's like, yeah, right, get on with it. Uh, and you're really, really focused. The other reason the planner is so, so important is it guards your personal time. And one of the biggest lessons that I have learned from being an exceptionally passionate entrepreneur, someone who has a real mission, which you guys all do, is that it will, if you let it, take over your life because you are so in love with what you do And you're all driven by something far bigger than the skincare issue. Hi, Ita. It's nice to see you second time today. (laughs) You're all driven by something so much bigger than um, just your skincare. You've all got missions that go way beyond that. And when you're that passionate about what you do, it is incredibly easy to let that take over your life and the momentum carries you forwards and the energy carries you forwards but after a while you are going to crash (laughs) and I used to work in a cycle of just energy crash energy crash um and I realised probably late middle of last year that energy crashed. It's just not really productive. What would be much more productive and much more healthy is to guard your personal time every week and make sure that you don't let it take over. Make sure you've booked time for your yoga, your dog walk, your swimming, your aerobics, um, your learning, your journaling, whatever it is that replenishes your energy stocks and makes you feel yay that needs to be in that planner and you need to safeguard that because that was what that's what will stop you from doing this kind of momentum and crash and momentum and crash. George that's an awesome point. And what she's also saying it what George has just said is if you this passion that takes over you become very consumed in what you're doing, you begin to leave people behind um and you know you're not as in contact with your friends your partner your children whatever it is you begin to move away and actually they're the people that you're doing this for they're the people that make uh you know your life the the the, the amazingness that it is um and so making sure that you've blocked out your time to be with them as well is so, so important. So plan, plan, plan. I know it sounds like really geeky, but also make it beautiful. Um, So Cathy's put a passion planner is rocking my year so far. Yeah, exactly. There are really beautiful things out there. And there's all this kind of bullet journaling thing, which is just blowing my mind. It's so productive and so creative and so relaxing. And inspiring and energizing. So, find a way to do your planning in a way that makes you smile. Don't think about it as, I've got to plan my week. Think, yeah, I've got to plan my week. And it really makes me feel incredible. And then, when you've done that plan, it creates that focus and it safeguards those parts of your life which you will let go and will just, dis- you know, and, you-, and like you will lose sight of a little bit because you are so passionate about what you do. Mm. That took me quite a long time to say point one, did didn't it? Um, but it's good. Um, it's good. There's people here and they're joining in. So say hello. Uh, um, say the say hello in the comments if you're watching, because it'd be lovely to see who's here. Uh, Georgina's saying, love the name Passion Planner. Yeah, I do. It's new to me as well. It doesn't surprise me that Kathy's come has got that one though. So that's really, really good. Okay, number two, my second top survival tip um, is to create an environment that you can work in that you love, that makes you smile, that makes you feel like you want to be there. Again, you are going to spend an awful lot of time in your zone of genius working on your business. And again, a lesson that I've learned is that if you don't like the environment that you work in, It's really, really uh, depressing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's all I can say, it's really, really depressing. You're creative people. I'm a creative person. That's why we're entrepreneurs. We have this kind of woo uh, je de vivre and amazingness that just makes us go out and do all these incredible things that most people don't dare do. Um, And we need to feed that um, and we need to um, uh, energize that and keep that energy going. So the environment you work in is really, really important. And I'm not saying you're going to have to go out and make a purpose built. Um, office or uh, convert one of your bedrooms into an office but what I'm saying is think really hard about where you intend to work and if you can create an incredible environment um, that is your own space that is your own workshop or is your own office if you can't create an area which still really resonates with you and it's your area it's your work area it's not the playroom it's not the study for the hubby it's your area, and it's got stuff in it that makes you feel alive when you sit down and work in it. Now, I'm, I'm doing this project at the moment because for five years, I have had a workspace which has been okay, but not brilliant, not brilliant at all. And I convinced John over Christmas to let me do this. So um, keep watching Instagram stories uh, because I am um, showing you the transformation of my back bedroom into an office that I am gonna love. Um, But think really hard about what you are going to do in that space, because that's really important as well. Because another thing that's frustrating is if you can't do everything in your workspace and you have to keep moving about. So if you're going to want to formulate There needs to be somewhere to do that. Um, If you are going to um, do video, so for instance, I do huge amounts of live video. Um, I do them on my Facebook uh, page here. I do them on Instagram. and, And my Indie Beauty Rockstars mentor group is all delivered through videos and live chats on Facebook. And so I need somewhere... Where I can film video, <laughs> and it looks great. Now I come down at the moment, do it in my in my uh, dining room because it's got nice, um, uh, nice. Wallpaper. Anybody who's had a chat with me with me as a rock star or has had a chat with me when I'm not when I'm sort of in full work mode, you'll have seen the horrible office that I work in. So but I want to be more professional. So if you're gonna do loads of live content for your uh, marketing, think about the the background. Can you style a little area which is what I'm doing upstairs at the moment, which is a film set essentially. And whenever I need to do anything, I can just literally put my tripod in there and just get on it get on with it. So, you know, if you're formulating, if you're recording, um, if you're taking your own photos for your products, can you get a little bit of kit that means that you've always got an area there where you can be doing that? So think long and hard about what you need in your workspace. Make sure you've got that so you don't get frustrated all the time and you're not wasting time trying to move around the house or find things that you need. And then make it totally you and a place where you just go and think, yeah, I love it here and I can be creative and I can be focused and I can be motivated so that's my second top tip just create an environment that you a working environment that you really really love and that completely inspires you George is saying she's failing miserably at the uh, at the planning because she's constantly forced to work up to her eyeballs in crap which is mainly her own mess that she's made well that's the reality a lot of the time I need you to take control George okay so my third tip today is surround yourself with an awesome team of biz buddies business friends friends. So we mentioned right back at the beginning here of this episode that um, when we leave our jobs and we launch our own businesses, that's quite isolating. We lose the contact of our fellow uh, you know, work colleagues. Uh, we lose um, the contact with maybe mentors that we've had in our previous job. We lose contact with people where we can bounce ideas off. So it is your responsibility to go out and Find those people, new people that you can have in your own business. Hi, Cora, and lovely to see you, darling. Um And and this is a choice you've got to make because you've got to go out and you've got to find these people. But it's essential, absolutely essential. And you can find them all over the place. So, for example, loads of you have been through Formula Botanica. So there are hundreds of people there that you met, that you made friends with. Stay in contact with them. You can go to um, local networking groups and build up a a local network in your local area of people that you uh, can benefit from and enjoy the company from. Uh, You can go on training courses and meet people there. I have um, a network of what I call my biz buddies and I meet with them uh, at least once a month. Um, And we have a messenger group and a WhatsApp group as well. So even when we don't see each other, every couple of days, there's like, oh, how are you getting on? Um, You know, I'm doing this at the moment. I've just written this for my website. What do you think? Um, So we meet up, but we also have this communication going almost daily through Messenger or WhatsApp. And I met all of those from doing um, a training course, a business retreat. Um, And I went on a business retreat, and I met these people, and they just inspired, totally inspired me. And I realized that I could learn a lot from them and they could learn a lot from me. We're not in the same industries. Um, what have we got? I've got a, um, a, 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 a sort of a media coach, um, a fitness instructor, uh, an award-winning blogger and a Pinterest coach. Um, So it's a really bizarre little group of people. um, But we do, although our businesses are different, the models that we use to grow and reach our audience are very the same. So we can bounce ideas off each other. So it's so important to find these people. So go out Find them, and when you find them, make the effort to hold on to them. And if you can build a local network of people, meet with them regularly. If you can't build a local network, then meet with them regularly online. There is, you can Zoom, you can Skype, you can Messenger call, you can do so many things now to help you um, stay in contact with people. And it's essential, you will need people. That you can message and say, today was crap (laughs) and I don't feel like I can go on or today was awesome. And I just won this amazing contract. And you need that. You need to bring that kind of social aspect of your business back. Um, But you have got to go out and do that when you're a solopreneur. You've got to go out and do that. Um, George, uh, I did a leadership course at Bangor University. It was I was really skeptical, but it was great to have the board. uh, Great to have the board. You can't afford every month other business friends outside your business are invaluable and better yeah I agree so what George is saying is she did a um signed up for a course which maybe she wasn't overly sort of inspired by necessarily but when you get there they they blow your mind you know they blow your mind you meet people and you hear people speaking and you make really really good um contacts And um, they are super, super valuable to you. So I think it really is. um, Yeah, please post. uh, Can you post the link for the retreat? Ah, well, uh, I can't because it was a one-off retreat, actually, George. And it was in Paris. It was rather lovely. Um, But I will keep you up to date with anything that I see that's out there. Um, so, um, So that's my third tip get yourself an amazing crew of biz buddies who you can turn to when you need, just just need somebody there, somebody who understands what you are going through and what you are doing and work that group like Billio, make the most of it because they need you as much as you need them and they're really, really important. Number four, have a reason to stop work (laughs) now i talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the episode um in my case i don't have children it's just john and i and the dogs and the cats um so so most of the time john doesn't get back till maybe seven or eight o'clock at night which means that I can start working at six in the morning and quite happily probably still be sitting there at eight o'clock when John comes home in the evening. That's not healthy. Doesn't matter how much you think you're getting done, working those sorts of hours is just not healthy. And it's that whole protecting your personal space, life and relationships that we talked about in that planning section um so I can often get really tired so I get tired by about five I've had enough but what I can often find myself doing then is going into this kind of zombie land where I'm like uh, and I'm just scrolling through Instagram and I'm just like looking at stuff or I'm pressing send receive to see whether I've got another email that I could answer it's ridiculous and I get very frustrated with it and very angry at myself but it's this kind of when you work for yourself and you run your own business, there's almost a guilt when you think you're going to, when you think, oh, stop work now. It's like, oh, really? Should I? But maybe I haven't made enough money or maybe I need to do something else just to make a little bit more money or, oh God, I could have done that better. Or, oh God, I forgot to do that. Um, and there's almost a guilt attached with stopping what you're doing. So my fourth tip is all about, <laughs> as George has just said, bugger that. Uh, you need to be able to stop yourself. So, if you have kids to pick up from school, or maybe you've got a dinner to uh cook, or maybe you like to go running in the evening, or maybe you want to do your journaling in the evening, um, find something and put it in your planner for 5 o'clock, 5.30, whenever it is that you want to finish work and book that in and make that the reason that you stop. Give yourself permission to put it down and walk away. When you were working for somebody else, it got to 5 o'clock, 5.36, you walked out, shut the door, got in your car and drove home. We can't do that as solopreneurs. So that whole Shutting down process, uh, mental shutting down process that we had when we were employed. (laughs) makes me laugh. I always speak speak as if I'm not employed anymore. Um, But that whole kind of mental shutting down process doesn't exist anymore when you work at home. You're there all the time working at home. So um, you need to create something. Hi, Charlie. You need to create something that is your mental leaving work Thing, so that you can then really really fulfill your time in the evenings or whenever it is that you that you have your personal time and um, that you can really make the most of it and walk away at the end of the day guilt-free and without procrastinating looking at social media and basically doing adding nothing of value to 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 your day at all and the fifth so that so that's the fourth fourth survival uh, hack that i've got for you at the moment have a reason to stop work. Give yourself a reason to stop work in the evening. Create a ritual that becomes your end of work, leaving work, just like when you did work and you drove home in that car. Um, f- my final tip is a little bit similar, actually, to um, th- my fourth tip. And I call it have a <laughs> have a default disaster activity. Um There are going to be days when you sit down to do something and it just all goes blinking wrong. It's just, it's just, you know, it's awful. And you can sit there and you can huff and puff and you can feel black and dark and jagged and angry. And if you're like me, you'll probably go, right, pull yourself together and let's let's get on with it. And you'll have another go and it won't work still. And you're like, oh. So you think, right, maybe I'll, I'll go and try, you know, I'll, okay, I'll answer my emails, but that doesn't get you motivated either. And you're just churning away. Churning away in that kind of black area is never going to be a good use of your incredibly limited and valuable time. So another thing that I've learned is if it's not working, just go away, give yourself half an hour somewhere else and come back, and I mean half an hour not on your work, so have that default activity and say, right, you know, if it doesn't go right, I go and I do a yoga session. I go and I uh, prepare the kids' lunch boxes for tomorrow. Um, I go and do half an hour's weeding in the garden. Have a default disaster activity. And I all I can guarantee that almost 100% of the time, if you walk away from that doom and gloom, black, whatever you were doing... Go do half an hour of being creative or uh, something that's really distant from your business. Then come back again. You'll have your mojo back <laughs> and you'll then be able to have a much more productive day. You just sit there churning in the blackness. The whole day is gone. If you actually just really force yourself and have this default activity, um, then it, you know it will move you on and then you will have a successful day and you will come back to being able to achieve some stuff. I actually, I journal every morning and every morning I always write, and this sounds ridiculous because I do this, I write the same sentence every morning and I always write, (laughs) I swear in my sentence, I say, if everything goes, (laughs) um, I will go and do a page in my bullet journal. And I write it every morning because by writing it, it enforces it in me. And it therefore kind of just makes it real. <laughs> Writing, write everything down, guys. It makes it real. It makes it so much easier to, to move things through. So have yourself a default disaster activity that you immediately go and do when you are not in the right mood to be doing what you want to do in work. And it's all just going a bit... Blah so my so there we go five survival techniques so one plan your week so that you have got focus and you guard your personal time um number two create an environment that makes you totally love what you do and inspire you and engage you number three surround yourself with an awesome team of very supportive incredibly wonderful biz buddies Number four, have a reason to stop work at the, at the end of every day and put it in your planner and make sure that that is an appointment that is too important to ever cancel. And have, number five is to have that default disaster activity <laughs> where you can just walk away, get your mojo back. Come back and start all over again. Has anybody who is watching got there any of their own solopreneur survival tips? It's been a cool conversation. I've had lots of people joining in, but I haven't seen any tips. Come on, and some some people out there. Well, we had uh, Kathy right back at the beginning, didn't we? Who said that she is doing. Pa- passion planning we should all google that by the way i will be definitely be going to google that after um, so she's passion planning and that's totally rocking 2019 anybody else out there got any really really cool solopreneur survival tips uh, let me go back down here um, because i think everybody uh will have some of their own that are really really unique and quite interesting um oh hi corin it's great to see you darling um, if you think of any, or if you're watching this on the replay and catch up and you want to, uh, submit your uh, ideas for us all to have a look at, please do just post them in the comments below. It would be really, 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 really cool. Cause I think there are lots of, there's lots of knowledge we could be sharing on this topic. Kathy. Uh, The planning is key to me. Also, I plan in several social things a week to stop me going crazy. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, when we think about planning our business, we think when we think about planning, we always we we default to thinking that that's about planning our business. But it isn't. It's about planning our life Uh, and our business is part of that. And we need to plan everything. Nothing is more important than the other. and It needs all planning in and then safeguarding. Um so yeah, that's a really, really good point. And Corin says um that she does a to-do list every day. Corin, do you put personal stuff on there or is it just work stuff? <laughs> that's what I want to know, because it should be a lovely balance. Your to-do list should include everything that's important to you, including all of those things which aren't work-related. Um, Kathy, oh, and exercise. Yes. God, yes. Definitely. That is that is a that that is going to be one of the survival techniques that's in my blog that I'm writing, which is a bit in a bit more detail. But yeah, exercise. Oh my goodness, it's um, whether that's just walking or running or yoga or um, cycling or uh, going to the gym or doing aerobics or something. It absolutely clears your mind, doesn't it? And it just keeps you really uh, fit. I don't want to say fit and healthy. Because, uh, it, it, But it's more than that. It's more about well-being, isn't it? I think that, I think that's the thing with the exercise. Um, and especially if you uh, can get outside and do the fresh air bit of the exercise. Even today, at minus five, walking around my local park, I mean, I was bloody cold, but gosh, it was just totally beautiful. And it was just one of those moments where you... Yeah, you make, those are the sorts of moments where you realise it's wonderful to be a solopreneur. <laughs> it reinforces it because you're like, I get to see this. I'm not stuck in an office. And please spread the word. Tell everybody that Indie Beauty TV is a cool little episode and they should be tuning in every week. Um, there's going to be loads of different ones coming up. I've got lots of guests planned who can talk about things that I am not an expert in, um, but that will really help your business. So keep your eyes peeled every week. I will always advertise them in plenty of time. Okay, well, I am going to leave you um, to go and think up your own solopreneur survival techniques or work on your beautiful office environment and work environment or go go on amazon and buy your planner or google passion planning whatever it is you're going to be doing tonight loads of indie hugs and love to you all thank you so much for joining in see you soon bye The Indie Beauty Delivers community is a place for beautypreneurs across the globe to network, learn and share. You're invited to join in on Facebook, Instagram and sign up to Rachel's special email group to receive weekly blogs packed full of expert tips. Visit IndieBeautyDelivers.com to sign up.